Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Point to the logo on my chest and tell them. Slam me, A-go. Slam me, A-go. Slam me, A-go. Slam me, A. Hit it up hard. Hit it with strike. From the national anthem to the bottom of the night. I'm in. Slam me, A-go. Slam me, A-go. Slam me, A-go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 340 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden with you here on this Friday morning, February 17th, 2023. Padres unofficial captain, Manny Machado, he has spoken to the media for the first time. In spring training, he arrived in spring training yesterday, and so he speaks to the media, and this is the most, like, out front, honest he has been about the potential of his departure from the Padres. Um, he is opting out at the end of the season. He told the media that. I will play all of Manny Machado's comments that he made to the media this morning. I will play that in a moment, so stay tuned for that. a dumb decision for him to not opt out, right? If he would take the Nolan Arenado route and opt in to that contract that Nolan Arenado did instead of going to free agency and getting a boatload of money, that's not a wise financial decision. So if anyone's surprised that Manny said that he's opting out, you shouldn't be. And he can also use this as leverage. Like, I'm opting out. I've told you, the Padres. I've told... The public, I've told the fans, I've told the media, I'm opting out. I've told other teams, I'm opting out. So you better pay up. You better pay me that money. You better pay me that money that you would pay me in free agency if you want me to stay. Don't go lowballing me. I'm not saying the Padres would. Like I, I have full trust in Peter Seidler in this process. These comments that he made today, they don't scare me. I'm not like, uh-oh, he's not going to sign with the Padres. This was a smart business move. First day that you're talking to the media in spring training, just say you're opting out. You're going to be a free agent. There's a lot of money out there. What's the point in him saying, I don't know if I'm going to opt out or not. That doesn't give him leverage in the extension talks with the Padres, right? But if you say you're opting out, you're not, you're, you're not going to be in that five-year, $150 million deal remaining on the contract after 2023. You say you'll you'll be a free agent at the end of the season if we don't get an extension done that puts pressure on the Padres right that's what he's doing here and so I'm going to play his comments here there's a lot more to discuss by the way here on the show thank you so much for joining Rob Manfred's comments about the Padres and they're going to lose money um, Corbin Burns was hurt by Milwaukee in the arbitration process is he going to get traded Shohei Otani 
uh, did not commit that he's open to extension talks with the Angels yesterday when he was speaking to the media. So, and John Heyman confirmed again, or he said, I think today an Angels source told him that he wouldn't be surprised if the Padres are the highest bidder for Otani. So there's a ton to talk about today. Thank you again for joining. Um, here is, let's, let's start off with Manny Machado's comments. This is from Marty Caswell, the great Marty Caswell, San Diego Sports 760. Uh, this is the full press conference, the full media scrum uh, Manny Machado had in Peoria this morning. It's great. I mean, I know he's going to be part of this team and what he's going to bring to the table. So I'm um, seeing him finally here in camp. Um, you know, it's pretty cool to see. It's been a long time since I've been in the same clubhouse with him. So to finally have him in here again, um, you know, it's going to be special. More exciting to have him here as your as your teammate here in the Padres or have him as your GM in the, in the W? I think both. I think both. Uh, I mean, that's just... I, mean, I played with him in, in, in Baltimore. Um, you know, obviously playing with him again here. Uh, you know, but I think, uh, you know, having him as a GM for the Dominican team, I think is pretty special. I know what he means to that country, what he means to a lot of us Dominican baseball players. So... Um, you know, to be able to be on the roster and be a GM, I mean, that's 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 pretty special for him and his family and, um, you know, all of us as well. Um, so uh, I think that one trumps it all. Oh, he's going to be huge. I mean, he's going to be a big bat. Um, you know, I know what he can bring off offensively to, to his ball club. Um, you know, I think it's it's a bat that we needed for, for a long time. And, uh, you know, we finally got him. And um, I think, uh, you know, the biggest thing he brings is everything what he brings inside this club. Also, he what he... What he type of person he is, um, you know, how he brings people together, how he brings the best out of people, how he, he just brings everyone together as, as a team. And, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, that's, that's a big, uh, big part of this. <laughs> I mean, he's up there. He's up there for me. He's on number one on my list. So, um, you know, I think that's all that matters to me. He's going to get to the contract extension talks, by the way. Just looking at the whole the whole tournament, I think, uh, you know, you look you look across the board to all the teams. I think uh, at some point he's going to get there to these contract talks. Um, this is just the full media scrum. If you're just joining, this is the full media scrum from this morning from Manny, uh, courtesy of Marty Caswell. So he'll get to his thoughts um, saying that he's going to opt out. You know, there's a lot of great players. I mean, you're talking about the best players in our game right now. You're talking about the best players in, in their countries as well. Um, you know, so just looking at it, I think there's, there's, there's a tremendous talent. I think it's going to be a great, great tournament. Um, you know, not to speak on the Dominican side. I think, yeah, we, you know, we, we have a lot of players in the big leagues right now who are doing really big things for, for their teams. And, you know, not to go and play for your country, I think, uh, you know, changes a lot of things change your perspective of things. So, um, you know, it's going to be special to go out there and put on that uniform for a lot of people and, and, and to represent your country. What do you think this year is going to bring for you personally? Uh, hopefully a title. I mean, I think we fell short last year. And, uh, you know, I think, um, you know, we're all, we're all wanting to get back there and, and get, 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 get further. So, um, you know, obviously we want to go out there and play, play, play some baseball and win some baseball games. But, you know, ultimately I think the goal, um, you know, is to go back to, to the playoffs and, you know, hopefully bring back a title. You do anything different this offseason? No, same, same. Why change? Why change that's not broke, right? You know, just continue doing the same thing. If it keeps working, keep doing it. 
Um, you know, I mean, I think there's twerks here and there, that little tweaks that you do here and there, and, um, you know, you fix things and you try to get better at little things. But um, just overall, it's the same same, uh, same mentality to get ready. you going to be a Padre next year, do you think? Am I going to be a Padre next year? 2024? I mean, so far this year I'm a Padre, but who knows after next year. I know, uh, you know, obviously the team knows where, where I stand in my situation and, you know, with the opt-out coming. And, you know, I think I've expressed that I will be opting out after this year, um, you know, but think my focus is not about 2024 i think my focus is about 2023 what i can do to this ball club what i've done for this organization and you know what we're going to continue to do here i think we got something special here growing and um you know i don't think uh anything's going to change is that going to be fairly easy for you so there you go plans to opt out again that's not a surprise shouldn't be surprised that he's going to opt out he had five years i think 150 left on his contract beyond 2023 he'd be dumb to stay in that contract he's going to make double at least double what the remaining salary would have been on his contract i play baseball i play baseball um you know i go out there and um you know do what i can every single day um you know i think ultimately we're all here to do one thing one thing only especially in this planet is just to do what we're blessed to do and you know i was blessed to play baseball and that's what i'm gonna do every single day and um, you know, try to keep leading this team in, in the right path and keep doing the things that we need to do as a ball club here. And I think, uh, you know, try to, try to, there's going to be a lot of noise. There's going to be a lot of noise, you know, um, definitely in Padre Stadium. Definitely in Padre Stadium is going to be a lot of noise there, but definitely a lot of noise around the league and around, um, you know, the country with, with a lot of different things, obviously. Um, so I think we're just going to have to get together as a team and just focus in on, on our goal and, um, you know, ultimately, that, that's all that matters. Uh, I'm not really gonna 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 comment on that. So, um, you know, on any or if there is, but uh, you know, I'm just just here to play baseball and just continue to do what I got to do, and you know, let my agent and, and and the front office and AJ and Peter handle that. They know they know where we stand, and uh, you know, um, you know, I think that's 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 all that I could could answer. All right, so Manny pretty much saying, pretty much saying nothing uh, regarding the contract talks. Like he's not going to comment on if there's going to be contract talks. He's not going to comment on uh, when he, he wants a deal to be done. He, he he's told the Padres they like they know the Padres know what he wants and when he probably wants it resolved. And so he, there's definitely been communication. That's there's no doubt about that. There's been communication between both sides on a potential extension. Um, Dennis Lynn, I know he tweeted earlier this morning about this Manny situation. I'm pulling up his tweet here. Okay, yeah, so here it is. So he says, it wasn't a secret, but Manny publicly confirmed he's told the Padres he intends to opt out of his contract. He declined to get into negotiations on a potential extension with the club, but did say he'd still like to play as long as new teammate Nelson Cruz has. And then he later said details on negotiations because he said Manny publicly confirmed he's told the Padres he intends to opt out. He declined to get into negotiations. And some fans might have thought Dennis is like saying, what? Manny's not, he doesn't want to be in negotiations. He's going to free agency. That's not what Dennis is saying. He's, he's saying that Manny is declining, as you can see here. He's declining to get into 
the the details of negotiations when they're happening if they're happening on a potential extension so don't get don't get uh you know worried about that i mean so far i mean one one day one day in um you know it's everything that we're expecting i mean okay i'll continue with this manny scrum uh all of his talk but the big part of this scrum obviously what everyone was waiting for was the opt-out talk the free agent talk the extension talk like how is that going and so since we've already gotten to that uh, i did want to have i did want to give some thoughts on that first here so we'll again we'll get back to that from manny uh but on that on those talks like again it's not surprising that he said he's going to opt out and this is a smart business play for him like him saying that he's going to opt out i'm not talking about the negotiations they know where i stand there's a lot of money out there like that is is going to make some in the fan base be really worried and maybe that'll make some people in the Padres front office worried about a possible extension like if it's going to happen or not right so look aaron judge th this could be what manny's doing maybe He's saying, yeah, I'm going to opt out. He didn't say he's going to free agency. I, I do want to make that clear. He did not say he's going to free agency. He's saying he's going to opt out. He didn't say that he's not signing. He's not going to sign an extension no matter what. Like that did not come out of his mouth. He said at FanFest he's open to negotiations. Uh, he's just not commenting on how they're going, if, if talks have happened, how they're doing. Like he's not commenting on that. Um, so I think that's important to note. Um, and if he does take the Aaron Judge route, like that's a smart business move from him. Like maybe he wants to return to the Padres. Like Aaron Judge, he always wanted to go back to the Yankees. He went to free agency to drive up the price. He visited the Giants, got a lot of Yankees fans really, really worried. Uh-oh, he's going to San Francisco, right? He's in San Francisco. He has a smile on his face in the hotel talking to a reporter uh-oh he visited and spent hours and hours and hours inside oracle park talking to the giants brass uh-oh right the john Heyman tweet close to the giants right arson judge got yankees fans worried probably got the yankees worried right at a point where the yankees owner hal steinbrenner he stepped in got on the phone and said do you want to be a yankee judge said yes they got it done so manny saw that play out right he saw his team, the Padres, go try to swoop in and see if they could offer $400 plus million to Aaron Judge. The talks with the Yankees were already really down the line and he was close to signing, so they never formally got to that situation where they did offer over $400 million, but they were prepared to. They were willing to. So if the Padres were willing to offer over $400 million to Aaron Judge, who has never played a game for the Padres, and they were willing to do that at the last moment, because remember, they went after Trey Turner first. They offered him $342 million. And he said no. They offered Aaron Judge, or they were, they were willing to offer Aaron Judge over $400 million. Said no. They gave Xander Bogarts $280 million. And he's not a better player than Manny Machado is right now. Like, Xander's a great player, but he's not on Manny's level, right? $280 million, paying him till he's 40. 
right, through age 40, Manny knows how much money the Padres have, how far they're willing to go for certain players, right? Like, okay, if you're willing to offer Judge over $400 million, you better be willing to offer me over $300 million, a lot of money. Like, I understand Judge is a free agent, so you do have to probably overpay for him, but I got to get my money too, right? So that's probably Manny's thought process. That's probably Manny's agent's thought process. Like, so again, I'm not worried about this Manny Machado situation right now. Today's date is February 17th. The season starts March 30th. They could get a deal done during the season, but I have a feeling when Manny's saying the Padres know where I stand, uh, I have a feeling he wants the talks to end on opening day. He has not said that, but I just have a feeling that's kind of what his viewpoint is. Um, so we'll see. I still am holding out. I'm still having the same opinion. I think a Manny Machado extension is going to get done before the season starts. I think they will get one done. I'm not going to say it's going to happen before the World Baseball Classic, uh, but I think one will get done before opening day. I think it will. If not before opening day, then I see it happening at some point before he gets to that opt-out. Like, I think here's another thing. Like, there's a lot of fans saying, well, a lot of fans are seeing Manny saying, okay, I'm opting out. And they're like, oh, no, he's going to free agency. Uh-oh, this is trouble. Steve Cohen, the Dodgers, the Giants, teams that will be interested, right? The Yankees, maybe. Uh, I'm just throwing out some teams. And they're worried about that, right? And, yeah, we, if, he's in, if he goes to free agency, we should be worried, probably, right? Uh, because an extension did not happen when the Padres had the only exclusive rights to negotiating with him on a contract, right? And Steve Cohen has more money than Peter Seidler does. Seidler has a ton of money, but Cohen has more. Um, so yeah, we, we probably would be worried a little bit more than now if that happens. But he, he's, it's not like he's going to free agency. He's just saying he will opt out at the end of the season. Meaning, like, if an extension doesn't happen, then he's going to free agency. He's not saying he did not say today. Again, I want to make it clear. He didn't say today, I'm going to free agency. I'm not signing an extension with the Padres. Talks are done. We're not talking. That's not what he said. He said he's he's just not going to talk about the negotiations that are happening, right? And he will opt out. Right. So again, I'm not I'm not super worried about this. If you are worried. Uh, let me know in the chat or you can join the show. Go to the top there. Click that link. Uh, if you have some thoughts or what do you think a potential contract is going to look like for Manny? I think, I mean, because he said probably later in this press conference here, the media scrum today, he said that he still wants to play till uh, Nelson Cruz's age, like how, how long Nelson Cruz is playing. And Nelson Cruz, Nelson Cruz is, Nelson Cruz's age is 42 years old and he's 30 right now. So if you give him 11, 12 years, I'm, I'm fine. If you give, if the Padres give him 12 years, right? And let's say Manny wants at least the amount that Judge has, right? Manny's posting every day. He's had a history of being more healthy than Aaron Judge has. Um, yeah, Judge just had this amazing season. So 360 might be because of that amazing season that he had and he's a, he was a free agent so the Yankees did have to overpay probably it wasn't overpay let's be honest um 
let's say it's 350. Let's say it's 350 over 12 years from Annie. The AAV on that would be less than $30 million for the best third baseman in baseball and a top 10 player in baseball. Like, I'd be fine with that. Doesn't seem like Manny's slowing down anytime soon, right? Yeah, see, I see some comments here saying, let's just enjoy this year. What, trust me, when the season starts, I'm definitely going to be enjoying the season. There is so much talent on this team. We're arguably the best team in the National League, one of them. I would say the Astros are probably the best team in baseball. I mean, they did just win the World Series, and you could say that they improved definitely offensively this offseason. Uh, but the Padres, they have a super team. And I, I definitely was not prepared to think that they had a super team, you know, three, that they were going to have a super team if I had this show four or five years ago, right? Um, but that's the world that we're living in, right? We have Peter Seidler willing to spend a bunch of money, um, more money than other owners in baseball are comfortable spending, right? They don't like Peter Seidler, right? So, I, yeah, I'm definitely going to enjoy the year when the season starts, right? Totally going to be enjoying it. Uh, but right now, like Manny just spoke, this is the biggest story in spring training. It's not about how players are doing on the field. I, at least I think, like, I'm going to be paying attention to that, obviously, but if you had to pick one storyline, it's a Manny extension because this guy's the best player on the team. He's the captain of the franchise. I, I can't envision him in another uniform. Uh, and we don't know this, but maybe he doesn't want to do talks when the season starts. He just wants to focus on baseball. So maybe he has a deadline. Like he, he said to the media, the Padres know where I stand. So just as diehard Padres fans, the diehard ones, we're going to be worrying about this until there is any sort of resolution, right? It's just the way it is. Um, okay, we got a Dodger fan in here just spamming the chat, so I'm going to block that guy. Gil says if he walks, he walks. Who cares? Big deal. Rather go get Otani, go after Otani. Well, I, I disagree with that. It's not who cares if he walks. The guy's the best player on the team. The Padres, one of the reasons why, why they're a World Series contender is because they have Manny Machado on the team. Alex with a super chat here. I really appreciate that. My mom also with a super sticker. She's at work. Works her butt off. Um, Alex says, whoever says trade Manny at the deadline, shut up. I, I have not heard that opinion yet, so yeah, anyone who thinks that, I think that's pretty stupid of you. I, I, I think that's just a dumb opinion. When the Padres are trying to go all in this year, right? Trying to go all in, and what, what do you want to do? Trade Manny? No, that's not happening. Uh, Aaron with the question here, do you think Manny could get 400 plus million dollars from someone? Uh, in free agency, like from the Mets, yeah, definitely. Because Steve Cohen views $400 million as, uh, I don't want to say change, just like chump change. I don't want to say that, but $400 million to him, what would it be to us? Like $500, $1,000 maybe? Um, he doesn't view it as like, 
this like huge deal like oh i cannot give i cannot overpay and give someone 400 million dollars like he can do it he offered carlos correa who yeah he has stayed healthy uh but i think manny's a better player he offered carlos correa 315 million dollars after i know he didn't do the uh the mets hadn't done a physical yet they didn't check correa out but he offered 315 million dollars to a guy that just got his $350 million contract with the Giants just totally nixed. Like, wasn't going to happen. He was there in San Francisco. It didn't happen because of how bad his ankle was, I guess. Um, so he's willing to spend a bunch of money, right? And that's $315 million that he has in his pocket that he didn't give to Carlos Correa. So, yeah, of course, I think he could get 400 from someone. Is it out of the question for the Dodgers to offer Manny that? I don't think so. What if Otani goes to the Mets? Or what if Otani stays with the Angels or goes to another team? You think the Mets are going to, or excuse me, you think the Dodgers are just going to sit there and be, be all right with not making an offer to Manny? I don't think so. Uh, Bomani, I see you here. You want to give your thoughts on the Manny Machado situation here? Yeah. What's up, Ben? Uh, What's up? How's it going? Good. I mean, Manny's really good. Uh, I think I think he will stay. Um, just he gotta like I said. Uh, he will stay. He just wondering about what we all wondering about is trying to bring a a championship to the city of San Diego. So, um. If we do win it, then yeah, Manny will stay. But um, if we don't, then it would be a bad, bad taste in our mouths. Yeah, definitely. I and, think. Um, I know, think um, ben, Manny. So, I think. I think. Yeah, hold on one second. I'll get back to you. I think Manny. I don't think they have to win a World Series this year for Manny to stay. Um, I think they need to be a contender. Um, and money talks. I mean, Manny signed with the Padres. Like, we can say, oh, Hosmer was an influence for that decision and all that. But Manny signed here for $300 million because the Padres offered him the most money. The White Sox did not offer as much money yeah. as the Padres did. So maybe that's his same thought. Like, yeah. as long as it's a contender and they offer me more money than the Padres, then maybe he goes to that team. I think that Peter Seidler is willing to do whatever it takes to bring Manny back. Um, he has said that yeah, we could publicly. That. So um, I think, look, the Padres, they're a contender. I have total faith in Peter Seidler. There's also this thought, I think, among some fans where it's like, well, he's going to opt out, so he's not going to come back. Like Nick Martinez, he opted out, and he came back. Robert Suarez, he opted out. He came back. So... There's a recent history of guys opting out, but still coming back to the Padres. Just because they opt out doesn't mean that they're going to be gone. They're just opting out because there's more money that can be given to them. And Manny knows that. Go ahead. Yeah, Manny do knows that. Um, you know, Manny's a great player. I've been watching him since he came in the league. So, me, I'm not from San Diego. I know everybody's gonna not believe this, but I used to live in LA and 
But now, I turn my back on Dodgers fans. So, I mean, Dodgers are not that good this year. I don't care if they win their division. It really doesn't matter. All that matters to me is to try to bring something to the city that hasn't done it yet. So, and this year, it's all year. I think this year, it's going to do it. So, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We'll do everything it takes to get what we want. So, I love the optimism. Know, yeah. I, I, look, been, I think, I think, you, yeah, go ahead. You want you want a championship too, I know you do. So you yeah you want to swing too, do you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. Well, I, I don't, I don't think to. I would get one, but I definitely get the replica World Series ring. Um, I mean, yeah, the the fan base we want to win the World Series. We have never had a World Series in the franchise's history. So when the season starts, our focus is going to be on the games and how the team is going, right? I think this is one of the rare seasons in Padres history where you could sit here and say, and be like Yankees fans and say, the season starts in October. Like the regular season, yeah, we want to win a lot of games, want to win the division, but what we care about is what happens in the postseason. Like they've made a lot of additions uh, in the offseason, brought in some star players, just continuing to spend money. After going to the NLCS, we have Tatis coming back. Like, we're a better team this year than last year. And last year, we made it to the NLCS. The Dodgers are a worse team, and we beat them last year. Not as talented as we are this year. So, we can do it. Uh, they, they just, they got to do it come October. Bomani, thank you so much for the time. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome, Ben. See you, see you when we see each other again. All right. See ya. All right, I see Daxton. He wants to come on here. Hey, how what's you up, doing? man? How you doing? Doing good. How about you? Good. I woke up to this news. Um, my phone was blowing up because I have your notice, a lot of people's notice on, and my first reaction was, "It's fine. It's just like it's gonna happen at some point." Mm. So it's like just day by day, take it how it is, and it. I think it's gonna happen. I think Soto's gonna stay here too. I don't think Otani's gonna be. As I mean, we want it, but I don't think it's as likely. So. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I agree. I think, I think Manny's staying. I yeah. think Soto, there's a strong chance of him staying, mm-hmm. but I think he is more committed than Manny is to like going to free agency mm-hmm. um, with Scott Boris as his agent and Otani coming first in free agency. Mm-hmm. Otani's, I don't see him signing an extension with the Angels. Yeah. So, I think yeah. Otani's going to be a free agent. Soto's going to see how much money Otani gets, mm-hmm. and he's going to be like, "Well, Padres, if you want me, give me more than what Otani gets." Yeah, you know, so what is Trout? He's stuck there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Otani's going to get uh, four hundred plus million dollars from someone. Yeah. Um, I guess some people are throwing out five hundred million dollars. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I think. I think Manny's staying. I think Soto can mm-hmm. stay. The Padres are going to have to obviously pay up. Yeah. Um, I think Soto likes being here, but the money talks. Um, I'm mm-hmm. not fully convinced the Padres will get Otani, but yeah. they're going to be interested. We're going to see reports in the offseason, next offseason, mm-hmm. that the Padres are 
meeting with Otani or they've had talks with Otani's agent, and that's going to get the fan base really excited. Um, but as of yeah. now, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Padres are interested and he just goes somewhere else because the team like the Mets just totally goes all out for him. Mm-hmm. doesn't care how much money it's going to take. Or the Padres might be more measured because they know that Juan Soto is up next um, yeah. and they have that in mind. Uh, but yeah, so I think, look, Manny, he's the priority right now. Um, what do you think a contract might look like? him like in an extension i was talking about this with my dad today and i read that he wanted to be a padre till cruz's age too and i would say at first i highballed it but then i'm saying around like seven eight years or maybe nine but i would say money wise 360 a little higher than that i don't know all right so on a a team player yeah eight nine year deal yeah because yeah. because the only like i think he could get that much money mm-hmm. but I, I think the aav on that is just super high like yeah. judges aav is 40 million a year i don't That's... think the padres want that and mm-hmm. seven years for manny he's what 30 right now so let's say he's, so he's gonna be 31 i think when he's a free agent if he's a free agent next off season eight years that takes him to 39 nine years 40 he wants to play till he's 42 maybe 43 that's what nelson cruz is right now 42 so i think it could benefit the padres and get to manny's age goal to make the deal be like 11 12 years if it's 12 years 350 like i was saying earlier that gets the aav under 30 mil um and i think that will help you don't have to do the aav at 40 million that that saves you that might not seem like a big difference, but that's $10 million, $11 million, uh, you know, a difference in the luxury tax every year for the remainder of the contract. Yeah. So um, I, I see more of a longer deal, but definitely, what'd you say, 360? 360, yeah. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Like, I was hoping it would be more the $300 million range, mm-hmm. uh, but seeing these contracts this offseason and then Manny today, there's a lot of money out there, him saying, like, yeah, the thing about him, he doesn't really like talk a lot to the media. He'll just hold it in. He'll just say, "I play baseball over and over again." But yeah, that's just how he's always he, been. He loves saying that. Yeah, uh, that, it that's makes me so to, mad. But it, I know he, that's. It. I'm a baseball player. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. just here to play baseball. Yeah, um, that's what I was put on this mm-hmm. earth to do. Like, yeah, that, that's what he's gonna do. Um, mm-hmm. I think with Kevin Acey, he loves doing that. Whenever mm-hmm. he asks a question. Yeah. He will come back and just not answer the question. Uh, yeah. or he'll answer it, but not the way that we all want him to. Uh, Who wouldn't want to be way... a Padre? Look at our team. There's, he, there's nowhere else he can go. That's just uh, almost a guaranteed ring, like one of these years. Yeah. But... See, I hesitate to say guaranteed ring because we've never won one before. And I'm just, that's hey, just man. me as a Padre fan. It's a thought that counts. It's, yeah. It's going to be very hard. But the thing is, the Padres have the ability to do so this year, and we mm-hmm. haven't been able to say that consistently. Uh, yeah. I have not been able to say that consistently in my lifetime. So I'm very excited about this season. Um, Daxton, thank you so much for coming yeah. on, man. Thank you, man. Keep doing it. All right. See ya. Okay. So thank you for them. Thank you to both of those guys for coming on. If you want to come on, just click that link. Uh, I think it's pinned up in the chat on YouTube. Um, let's get to the rest of this Manny Machado 
press conference here, this media scrum, because I know I talked for a little bit there and I meant to get back, but never did. So let's get back to everything else Manny said. I mean, I've seen, I've seen, I played against him a long, long time and I know what he brings to this table and what, what he brings to the team. So, um, but to see it firsthand is always different, you know, standing next to him, catching ground balls, obviously it's different. Seeing him MVP is a lot different, you know, um, whenever you get that interaction with the player close up, you really see, um, you know, the true value and what they really bring. So, um, you know, yes, it was pretty cool and looking forward to having a, you know, great year with him. Are you more excited about the, the shift change as a hitter or as a defender? Both. Both. I mean, it's not really going to affect me hitting uh, for righties. I think it's going to it's going to impact a lot more lefties. It's definitely going to be more action in the game. Um, you know, but definitely defensively, I don't got to run anymore anywhere. I know Bob helped me out last year. We're not sending me out there as much, but um, you know, I know I know it's going to help out some players for sure. Yeah, yeah. I was I was running a lot of yards per game. Yeah. I know me and Harper talked about it last year a little bit towards the end there where it's going to be tough for us. You know, we like taking our time in there. I mean, it's just, it's not really more of who we are. I think it's just a, it's, it's a mindset thing. You know, you're trying to get locked into a game. It's, it's a long season. So you want to be locked into that pitch as much as you can. So, um, I mean, we're all going to have to make adjustments overall as players. So, um, you know, that's definitely going to be one of the toughest ones for sure. I think for everyone. Yeah, look at him. You see, you see how good he looks. God damn, I want to look like that when I'm 42. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the plan. That's the plan. I mean, I think we've always thought about it. Um, you know, I think uh, when it really hit was when when Belcher Belcher came back with Texas for those couple of years and to finish his career there, get to 500 homers and, and the 3,000 hits. Um, you know, you really see these guys, what work they put into it. And, you know, if um, you know you could finish, finish, finish a year off with, with the organization, it's always going to be better. And, um, you know, for him, seeing that firsthand, what, what he meant to that team, what he did at that age, where he was like, oh, I'm out. You know, and then he came back and had, you know, I mean, he was he could have played two more years. He was in three something when he finished, when he retired. So, um, you know, I think it's, it's just a matter of, um, you know, you want to play as much as your body can tell you, as much as you can take. You know, I think we only have, you know, 20 years if we're lucky or 10 years if we're lucky. I mean, I think the average of big leagues is probably like six, maybe something like that, if that. You know, so you're lucky to get 10 years in the league. And, you know, if you could put 15, 20 years, um, you know, that's special. And that's something that, you know, not a lot of players have done. And, you know, if you're, you could be one of those, um, you know, you definitely want to take that in. I was huge. I mean, that, that, that's a big part of this uh, this team, you know, um, you know, him to go out there and, and play this game and, um, you know, what did what he did last year and, you know, carried us, um, you know, throughout the whole way, the year he had. I mean, he's one of the big parts that we were in this playoffs last year. So um, and that's that's awesome for him. And what was it like for you just watching some of the other contracts years? I mean, that's, that's, that's a lot of money out there. It's a lot of money out there. And, um, you know, um, these owners are making a lot of money, and and you know, we're bringing a lot of money too. We're 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 having fun out there. We're having a good time, and you know, we're we're, we're filling up the seats. So, um, you know, I mean, it's just it's all business, and um, you know, these are things that happen. Markets change. Uh, you know, from when I signed. Uh, there we go. So I want to pause that there, because that's important. Because I think there's some people on social media, um, some people that I've seen there was like a comment today where some fans said, that's not what a captain does. 
you know, by saying he's going to opt out, by opting out at the end of the season. It's like, don't take this personally, Padres fans. Don't take this personally. Okay? This is business. Manny just said it. it it's, it's business. This isn't like, I don't want to be with the Padres, so I'm opting out. He has said he wants to be with the Padres. Let's remember the reception that he got at FanFest and the, the complimentary things that he said about Padres fans at FanFest, saying that, I think he said at one point, that these are the best fans in the league, best fans in the world or whatever he said. I know a lot of players say that about their fan base, but he did say that. Like, he loves being here. He, I think, redid his house to his specifications, his and Yane's uh, specifications. Like, he wants to be here. It's not like he's doing this because he's like, I want to be in New York or I want to go to Miami. All signs point to him wanting to be here. He's doing this because it's a business. Because he, why would he opt for $150 million, which is what he would get on that contract, the last five years of this current contract, when he could get more than double that? He will get more than double that, probably, I would think. I'll probably guarantee that. He'll get at least double that in this contract. This extension that he signs with the Padres or a, a, a contract he signs with another team in free agency. So that's stupid. Like, think of it in our own lives, right? Let's say I have a job and I'm getting $20 an hour or $15 an hour, right? And there's another organization, another team, another brand, whatever. They offer me $30 an hour to work the same job. I can do the same thing, same job, double double pay. Would I say, no, no, I, I actually, you know what? I want, I want to stay with this current $15 an hour job. No, probably not. I mean, if it's, a, again, if it's the same job, if it's, if it's bagging groceries, maybe I wouldn't. You know, between sports talk radio and grabbing, you know, bagging groceries, maybe I would do the radio part because I just love that. But uh, like, I, I don't want to do a job that doesn't involve sports. But if it's the same job, it's just a different company, and I like where I am, I'm gonna go with that option. So what I'm saying is, Manny, 150 mil or 300 mil that he can get if he extends the contract. Instead of 150, you can get 300, 300 mil, maybe 350, who knows? At least 300 mil, at least double the pay to do the same job. You'd be dumb to, to stick with the 150. It's all business. Uh, you know, five years ago, it's, 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 it's changed tremendously. So, um, you know, things change and evolve. And, um, you know, as a player, it's about to opt out. It's pretty, pretty good to see. Not the kind of contract you can see yourself I mean, hopefully. I mean, that's why I pay my agent for some money, huh? What about a couple of the contracts that didn't get signed, the offers the Padres made to to and Judge? I mean, they made. I mean, they made. They made the decision. I mean, I think uh, you know. Ultimately, everyone has has an opinion on things. I know where where Turner stood. Um, you know, I think Judge was never going to leave New York. Uh, but you know, I mean, just just seeing those offers out there just kind of knows tells you where you know where a team stands. You know, obviously he wants to win and he has money to pay. So uh, you know. He's going to do everything possible to bring, put a good team out there. Do you uh, 
I know you didn't spend a ton of He has money to pay. Those are some keywords too. Like Manny expects a big contract. He knows Peter has the money. So he, he better pay up. Peter, he, he's going to pay up. Like I'm very confident in that. Manny Machado is not a guy that he's going to lowball. Time there, but you did get a up close look at the Dodgers. That's the team that you guys have been chasing to win a division. Do you think the gap has narrowed? What do you see as the, I mean, I the think, difference there? You know, they're good. I mean, they won the division last year and they're going to continue to put a good team out there and they're a really good team. So, um, you know, we just got to go out there and keep playing our baseball. I think that's not going to change. Um, you know, we, we know we have a really good team here and you know, we're going to be able to compete. And, you know, we beat them last year at the biggest stage. So, um, you know, but this year's different. This year's different. We got to go out there and do, do the same thing again and continue to play good baseball and, and get there or even get further. So, um, you know, we, we know that we got to go through them and we're going to continue to think that way. And, um, you know, but ultimately just just take care of what's what's in here. I think that's ultimately the biggest the biggest goal. You guys have spent so much, as you know, to be competitive. Do you think other smaller markets could do the same thing? I think they all can. I think they all can. I think they all have the means for it. But, um, you know, ultimately, it's, it's if, if they want to or if they want to win. So, um, you know, Peter's shown the interest that he wants to win. And, you know, it's, it's showing. He's right on that, by the way. Can smaller markets spend more money? Yes. Yes, they can. They just don't want to win as bad as Peter Seidler does. They don't want to win as bad as Steve Cohen does. I know Steve Cohen has more money than any other owner in baseball. I think maybe any owner in sports. But you still have to pay the money. You still have to pay the players, right? These owners, they're billionaires, okay? It's not like they own, you know, $30 million and that's all they can afford per year, right? They're making a ton of money. They have a ton of money. That's why they're in this position in the first place. Some owners just decide, I'm not going to spend the amount of money necessary to bring in big talent because I just view this as a business. I'm just trying to make profit, right? But Peter, he is trying to win. He cares about winning. He's willing to put in more of an effort to win than other owners, and it's showing. What did you think of Mikhail Bridges of the, of the Nets crediting you for the uh, celebration for the team? Pretty awesome, huh? That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see. I mean, just tells you how much, you know, the Padres are, uh, you know, out there, um, you know, before. I was even watching, what was it? Uh, I think it was uh, the, what, what's that, the, the golf tournament that, that just happened here, right? The finished Open. I saw a couple of Padres hats on TV. You know, uh, Super Bowl, I saw a couple of Padres hats there, too. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty, it's pretty cool to see. Fan Fest is awesome, yeah. Fan Fest is lit for sure. A lot of teams don't have all their big guys at Fan Fest. You guys had every big guy. I think we had to go. I mean, it's, it's not a point of me. I think we just had to go. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. The players have to go to this? I didn't think they had to go. I thought because in past years, not all the players show up, right? I thought they just choose to go because that that's what at least the media narrative was, was that they're choosing to go to this. Uh, I thought they could choose. If they so maybe they can choose, but Manny didn't know. And he just thinks that they had to go. Maybe some other players just think that they have to go to this. I don't think that they have to. But I guess Manny thinks he did. Dude, that's not me. <laughs> what, Bob 
I mean, they told us that we had to be there, and you know, I just oh, if I gotta be there, I gotta be there. You know, I mean, it's not not crazy, but I mean, it's I mean, it was I'm glad I was. I mean, that was that was pretty cool to see how many fans uh, you know, came out. I mean, it was 150 tickets that were that were uh, um submitted. So uh, I think 50,000, I think was the, the end of the the top final total. But yeah, so well, because here's a, why I say that they don't have to go because there's certain guys that didn't go. Like Blake Snell, he lives in the United States. He didn't go, right? Who else? Did, I mean, a lot of the roster was there. I'm not saying like only the stars showed up. Like Tim Hill was there. Uh, I know Cronenworth was a star, but he was there. It wasn't just the big four. Musgrove, uh, Hayter, Suarez, like they were there. Pomerantz, I think, was there. Uh, a ton of guys were there. Prospects were there. Uh, but like Blake Snell wasn't there. I don't think Seth Lugo was there. Who else? Uh, was Campus Camp, Campy might have been there. Austin Nola, I don't think he was there. I'm just trying to throw out some names, but so not everyone was there. I mean, that, I mean, it was it was it was pretty insane. Cool to see how much uh, you know we mean to to a city, how much we mean to our organization, and you know to go out there and see the support from the fans. It's always good, you know, especially before a season, you know. So now that gives us that confidence to go there and know that they're going to be there every single day. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely excited to go back to Petco and, you know, start off the opening day for sure. Nah, nah, I've stayed, nah. He, he, you see at 42, he can do that. I can't. I'll be home. I'll be on the beach somewhere when I retire. All right, there you go. So that is Manny Machado's comments there. Uh, so he says, just to recap, if you're just joining, he is going to be opting out. It's business. Um, he, again, he did not say that he's not coming back to the Padres. He's going to be a free agent. He's not open to an extension. That's not what he said. He's just saying that he's going to opt out. He's open to an extension. He said that at FanFest. So I'm still not going to sit here and I'm not worried, right? I'm not sitting here like worried that, oh, no, he's gone based off of these comments. like. It's just business. That's all it is. Don't take it. Don't take it personally. Just business. All right. Getting back to the chat here. Again, there's more, a lot more stuff to get into. Otani, Corbin Burns, Rob Manfred. So stick with me here. Episode 340, Talking Friars. Uh, call me Jack. JC says, you guys, AJ is playing chess, not checkers. While we all love Manny, the plan here is super clear. If Manny does not accept our off, our best offer, we are going to let him go and sign Otani. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if the Padres are like, okay, if you don't accept our extension offer, you hit free agency. We're not gonna talk to you when, once you're a free agent. Like this is it. I don't think they're doing that. Um, and what do you think that they get to a point this season where they're going to sit there and tell Manny, the captain of the franchise, uh, this is our best offer, like we're not going any higher? I don't see them doing that. And for them, so if you think they're just going to say, yeah, Manny, okay, best offer, not bringing you back if you don't accept it. We're going to go let him go. We're going to go sign Otani. Like, that's not a great plan. I'm just saying that's not a great plan. 
You let Manny go, and then you go give more money to Otani than you give to Manny because Otani is going to cost more money, I I think, than Manny Machado will. And it's not a guarantee that you're going to keep or, or that you're going to go. Excuse me, that you're going to go get Otani if you let Manny walk. So it's not that's not a great plan because Otani. The only way you can sign him is if he's a free agent. He might not even get there. I think he will, but he might not. Right? He can still sign an extension with the Angels. And the Angels will try to keep him. The Mets are going to be involved with Otani. Like, it's not a guarantee to go that you're just going to go sign Otani if you don't sign Manny. You know, like the Giants, right? They really take this off season with them, right? They really wanted Aaron Judge. And I think some Giants fans were like, "All right, Judge, we're, we'll go get him." Well, he ended up not signing with the Giants. He goes back to the Yankees. And then they went, now Correa they went and got, I understand that. It was the physical that uh, got them worried. Uh, but they ended up not getting a huge free agent this offseason. They got Mitch Haniger, Shamanaya, who was lazy last year, admitted it. Uh, Michael Conforto, right? Like, So you, you can't predict, it's hard to predict everything that's going to happen next offseason, right? Uh, Call Me JC again says here, this is the real reason we signed Bogarts. He'll easily move to third in 2024, and either Tatis or Kim will, will return to shortstop. Yeah, if, that could happen if Manny does not come back. But the Padres, I don't think that they signed Xander Bogarts as like, okay, we don't have to sign Manny now because we have Bogarts. He can go play third. You know, Hassan Kim, he would be a shortstop if he goes to short and Manny leaves and Bogarts is at third. He'd be a shortstop for 2024. He's a free agent after 2024. It's not like he's under a long-term contract. And after 2024, Soto is a free agent. And sure, you could put Tatis there long-term back at shortstop, but then what are you doing in the outfield, right? Merrill could be up at that time and be the shortstop, and Tatis is still in the outfield, but your team is not stronger if Manny is not on the team, right? So, and Peter, when they acquired Soto, he said he's not, a, he's not scared of potentially $500 million for Soto. Like he told that to Marty Caswell. Um, that video, I think it's up on YouTube. You can go look at it, or you could probably look it up on social media. He said that. 500 mil is not going to scare uh, Peter Seidler. So he's willing to pay money, like, it's not like they did this as an insurance. Is Bogarts an insurance? Yes. But that's not the primary reason why they are why they brought in Xander Bogarts, to be an insurance. Oh, okay, Manny's going to leave. At least we have Bogarts. I don't think that's what their thought process was. I think their thought process was, okay, we didn't get Jose Abreu. He goes to the Astros, right? We're not going to overpay for Josh Bell. We're not going to overpay for Brandon Drury. We're, we're fine with Myers going to the Reds. So the best lineup that we can have is Trey Turner. He didn't want to come. He, he was going to the East Coast. The Padres made a great effort. He was going to the East Coast. Aaron Judge was their next best, best option for just to make the best lineup. And Aaron Judge wasn't going to come to the Padres. He wasn't going to go to the Giants. He always wanted to be back with the Yankees. And their next one, their next best option was Xander Bogarts. And Xander Bogarts was disrespected by the Red Sox. 
And he was like, yeah, I'll come to the Padres for 280 mil. Yeah. And so that's, that's what the Padres thinking was. At least that's what I think it was. It wasn't so much about positions this offseason or insurance. It was more about, okay, what's the best lineup? Let's put the best lineup possible together. And that's what they did. Uh, you know, that, that's what they tried to do. Um, and I, I think they have a better lineup this year, going into this year, definitely, than they had last year. With Tatis, with Bogarts, with Carpenter, uh, Cruz, we'll see what, what he gives, right? Like, I like that lineup. Really, really like that lineup. And I didn't even mention Jake Cronenworth, right? And Trent Grisham's going to be better this year than he was last year. So that's their thinking. Like, because they were willing to offer Aaron Judge over $400 million. So let's say the Padres sign Judge. That's not, is that an insurance for Manny? Judge isn't going to go play third, right? Let's say they don't sign Bogarts. So who's going to play third if Manny leaves, right? Maybe that's an insurance for Soto, but that's not an insurance for Manny. The Padres did this for the best lineup, and Bogarts was part of that because Turner and Judge didn't come, right? Padres made the effort, they just didn't come. They always had their sight on elsewhere, on the East Coast. All right, I'm seeing if there's any comments here that I'd want to discuss here. Mills says Manny is not settling for 12 for 350. I mean, if 350 million is settling, I don't think that's really settling. Um, maybe he get okay, he gets more than 350 mil. I could see that. But I think 350 is fair. 12 years, 350. That gives him the length that he wants, and that gives him a raise. That gives him uh, more than double what he was going to get from that last five-year, $150 million contract. Right? He gets seven more years tacked onto that, and $50 million more. Or excuse me. And if you're comparing it to the 150, that would be what? 150 plus 200 million dollars more than the 150 that he was going to get in this current contract. So I don't think that's settling. I think that's a solid offer, actually. Oh, yeah, of course, Daxton. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Alex with the super chat here. I love Manny, but he's not going to take a low AAV. Well, I don't think like the offer that I uh, talked about earlier, like 12 years, 350, what I say that was like a $29 million AAV. I don't think that's like a low AAV over $29 million a year. Um, I think he also wants to win and he realizes that if he has a lower AAV that allows the Padres to go add talent to stay under a certain tax. Uh, for that season, right? I mean, Darvish understood that with the extension that he signed. There was that report, I think, from Ken Rosenthal that he only wanted two or three years for, I think, 100 mil or something, like 30 mil in a year. And he ended up getting six, right? But he got the money that he wanted. He realized that the Padres, they could be a better team with the lower AAV. Um, so, look, Manny wants to win. It is about the money, too. It's a business. 
but it can be about the money and about winning at the same time. He gets his money and you can extend the years on the deal to be a lower AAV. Thank you for that super chat, Alex. Um, what's a low AAV? 20 million a year? Yeah, he's not going to do that, but is almost 30 million a year that for $350 million? Is that a low AAV for 12 years? It could be higher, but does that help the Padres? I mean, yeah, I'd love to have Manny back regardless of what the deal is, but does that help the Padres luxury tax wise? Um, which they do care about. Does that help the Padres if his luxury tax AAV is $40 million a year? Not really. It helps the Padres more if it's $30 million a year. Uh, good name here. Explosive Diarrhea says... It sucks that this it sucks this will be a distraction now. For spring training, uh, I don't think he's gonna be questioned about this by the media every day during the season. During the season, he'll probably tell Kevin AC, hey, I'm not talking about it. Stop asking me. Maybe he'll do that. Like uh, it's not gonna be a distraction on the field, I don't think. Like if Manny, let's say Manny doesn't sign and we're worried about it. His play on the field, I don't see that his play on the field like sucking because of this. He even if he has a bad year, he'll still get three hundred million dollars from a team. Because he's Manny Machado. Like what would Juan Soto get on the market? I know he's younger, but I'm just saying, like, what would he get? A, do you think that teams are like, oh no, that 2022 season, man? That season, I don't know. I don't know about Juan Soto anymore. No, I don't think so. Like, he's an elite hitter. All right, there's a ton of comments about this, so I definitely appreciate everyone for being here. I, I can't get to all of these comments uh, about this. I do want to talk about other things. I might be on for another hour. Who, who knows? Um, as long as my laptop doesn't die. I'll be on as long as I can, actually. Yeah, I agree, Matthew. Why are we so fixated on Otani like it's a done deal? Look, the Padres are going to be in on him, but it, again, it's not a guarantee that they sign Shohei Otani. Other teams, every team should be interested in Shohei Otani. You know, he's he's the most talented guy we've probably ever seen play. Yeah, I agree, Alex. Like Manny said, it's a business. He wants to be the highest paid third baseman. Uh, he, he wants the money, right? He knows that the market has changed. The Padres know the market has changed. He wants the money that these other guys are getting as they're hitting free agency, right? He wants the money that Trey Turner is getting. How old is Trey Turner? Trey Turner age. 
He's 29. So he's a little younger. But he got $342 million. Or, no, he got what? 300 from the Phillies? He was offered 340 by the Padres. Right? Bogarts, through age 40 season, 280. Aaron Judge, who's around the same age as Manny, got 360 from the Yankees. That's what he wants, right? He wants that same respect, money-wise. He's not dumb. All right, there's a lot of other stuff to talk about here. Corbin Burns, we have not gotten to yet. Rob Manfred, we have not gotten to. Joey Altani, we have not gotten to. Cole Hamels, we have not gotten to, at least today on this live stream. I know yesterday, on that episode, episode 339, I gave my reaction to the Cole Hamels stuff. But I did want to kind of give my reaction to, or just my thoughts on some Padres fans not being fans of Cole Hamels, not being fans of that move. Um, and I will do so after this message from Gaglione Bros. This episode is sponsored by Gaglione Bros Famous Cheese Steaks and Garlic Fries. Their main location is on Friars Road, and you can visit gaglionebros.com for their menu and contact information. You can also enjoy their cheesesteaks and fries at Petco Park and inside Snapdragon Stadium. All right, so getting back to this Cole Hamels, or not back, well, kind of back, because yesterday I discussed it. Um, so there were fans that saw this Cole Hamels move, and they were like, oh, now Cole Hamels wants to be a part of the Padres. Because earlier in his career, like in his prime, hometown guy, Rancho Bernardo High School, he didn't want to be with the Padres. Uh, and Padres fans did not like the comments that Cole Hamels made about the fans, which, look, I, I, look, I was nine years old when he made these comments, so I probably don't have the same re reaction as other fans do. I'm ready to kind of move on from those comments. I'm not going to be the biggest fan of Cole Hamels. Like, he's not going to be my favorite player. He's not going to get to the level of Joe Musgrove, right? Like, Joe Musgrove has been through it thick and thin, real Padres fan. Like, yeah, like, I love the guy. Cole Hamels, I don't love Cole Hamels based on the comments he made back then. Again, I was nine years old, but he did make comments about the Padres, Padres fans, excuse me, that I don't like him making. He didn't need to comment about the Padres fans. Like, we have loyal fans. Um, but he did talk about Padres fans um, – how long they stay like in the stands for. I guess he said, this is an article from the Union Tribune by Chris Jenkins, April 19, 2012. He says that Hamels said San Diego had a 1 in 30 chance of landing him. Um, okay, here's a quote. The only thing I can say is I speak from experience. I know how fickle the fans are, Padres fans, he's saying. I grew up one. I was a huge Padres fan in 98. I was in eighth grade, and I remember playing a Pony League game in Carmel Mountain, uh, and we had the radio on for the Padres playoff game against Houston. When Jim Lairitz hit that big homer, we were so pumped. We're losing our own game, but we're out there high-fiving each other over Lairitz's home run. Uh, more quotes here. I mean, I loved that team, and all of a sudden, it disappeared. I remember watching Fred McGriff before that, loving that guy, and boom, he's gone. I think it's hard to be a fan to devote. I think it's hard to be a fan to devote your time to players, then see them leave like that. And this is what he said: "It's not the fans; 
they alienate their own fans, talking about ownership, by not keeping guys around, especially the guys they develop. They won't keep an Adrian Gonzalez or go get that big-name guy. That's just hard on a fan. So he was speaking from the fan perspective. He says, why would I want to go where fans only support you from the third inning through the sixth? That quote is obviously something that pissed off a lot of Padres fans, as you might imagine, right? Like, okay, why are you bringing your anger at the Padres organization out on us? We're good fans. We show up. We don't show up at the third inning and leave in the sixth. Are you kidding? That's not who we are. That's more like Dodger fans. You didn't have to say that. So, yeah, Padres fans are like, oh, so now you want to sign with the Padres? Now you want to be with the Padres? That's interesting. You didn't want any part of us, and you were criticizing the fans, but now you want to be a part of us? I understand why Padres fans are upset with that, and I, I don't like that comment from Cole Hamels. That did not need to happen. If you grew up a Padres fan, you don't make that comment about Padres fans, right? Joe Musgrove would never make that comment about Padres fans, right? That did not need to be said, but he is correct about where the Padres were at that time, right? Not about the fans, but where the team was at that time. They didn't bring back Adrian Gonzalez, right? They weren't going to pay for Adrian Gonzalez. They didn't bring back their big free agents. They didn't go spend a bunch of money on big free agents back then. That just didn't happen. And ownership was not the same as it was now, right? Peter Seidler is way different than what he, he acts way different than what ownership acted like back then, right? And A.J. Preller is different than the people who ran baseball operations back then, right? It's different. So now he's probably like, well, uh, the ownership, they are dedicated. They want to spend money. They're bringing in a lot of talent. I want to be a part of that now. I could see why fans would be frustrated about that, right? Like, okay, now you want to be, that's total bandwagon. Now you want to be a part of us? No, 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 no. I don't want that. So I understand fans being mad about that. Like, again, I don't, I don't like Hamels' comments about what he, uh, about the fans. He did not need to do that, right? The fans don't deserve that. The fans can't control how much money the ownership spends. They can't control that. Right? They couldn't control that the Padres didn't want to bring back Adrian Gonzalez. Right? They couldn't control that. So don't bring it out on the fans. You can criticize ownership, but don't do it to the fans. Don't do it about the fans. That's not fair to us. Right? I totally understand that viewpoint. Um, so, yeah, again, I'm not the biggest fan of Cole Hamels. But as I said yesterday, I'm a fan of the signing. It's a minor league deal. If he can help the Padres win, that's great. If he doesn't, okay, whatever. It's a minor league deal. Who cares, right? Um, I'm fine with the deal itself, the deal. And he was right. He was probably frustrated as a Padres fan growing up. Uh, his team not spending money and not didn't seem like they cared as much about winning as they do, let's say, uh, now, right? Um, so I, I totally understand where he was coming from with that. And by the way, in this Union Tribune article, after he made those comments, why would I want to go where fans only support you from the third inning through the sixth? Uh, he had a message from his parents. And his parents are like, or this is from Hamels, says, quote, my parents called me 
and said, what are you talking about? And Hamill, Hamill says, I told them exactly what we talked about at the dinner table when I was in high school. So pretty much about why wouldn't, why, why won't our ownership spend money? Why, why aren't we hanging with other teams? Why can't we bring in free agents? Like it, it's frustrating. This sucks. That's probably how he was talking to his parents at the dinner table, right? Like we're putting in effort. We're Padres fans. Like let's give some effort back ownership Padres, the organization. Um, but yeah, his family was like, what, what are you talking about? We have a great fan base. We're a passionate fan base. Why, why are you saying that? He's saying this, his comments were more about the ownership, the organization alienating the fan base. Uh, but he did still, that's still attacking the fans. Like you can't take that back. I'm sure he will, when he speaks to the media, he will apologize for that again um, because he's with the Padres now. Um, but look, I'm welcoming, I'm welcoming him in to the organization. I hope he does well because I, all I care about is the Padres winning. Um, it's not like he's a horrible human being. This isn't signing Trevor Bauer or bringing Clevenger in, right? I'd be pissed off about that. Hamels, it seems like he's a good human being, uh, but he did rub fans the wrong way with those comments. That's where I stand on it. I welcome the signing. I welcome him in. Hopefully he can help the team. I don't know if he's going to make the roster. I don't see him making the major league roster unless injuries happen. Um, with that said, I'm not the biggest fan of Cole Hamels based on the comments that he made about the Padres fans, but I'm still going to root for him pitching for the Padres, right? Mike says, time to move on. Uh, Matthew says, there's half-truth there. We're the exception here. San Diego sports fans on general, on a general level are fickle. Mike says, I remember when Padres fans only cared what bobbleheads were being given away. Well, why was that? Some fans only caring about the bobbleheads? Because they didn't have a team that was good, right? The ownership, the front office, they, weren't, they didn't want to win they, as much as the team, the people who are running the organization do now. Like, that's clear, right? Yeah, that's the old ownership. Yeah, totally agree. All right. So that's the Cole Hamels thing. Should we get to, let's get to uh, Rob Manfred. Oh, Rob. Rob, 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 Rob. So yesterday, yesterday, or no, earlier this week. Earlier this week, he's talking to the media. In Arizona, his spring training media scrum, or press conference. And Jeff Passan was asking Rob about the Padres and their spending and their desire to win, how, what they're doing. And Rob said, uh, he questioned the sustainability. Um, I think I did a video of this on YouTube, so you can check that out uh, when those comments first happened. And I was like, my, my standpoint, like, why are you questioning the Padres' sustainability? You should be praising the Padres, which he did. He said hats off to Peter Seidler. But all you should be doing is praising the Padres. Why are you questioning the sustainability? Isn't, as the commissioner of baseball, don't you want to grow the game? Don't you want 
your smaller markets spending money on players, right? Why are you questioning the Padres here? That's not what a commissioner should be doing. So I didn't like that. And so for those that missed those comments, he said the trick for the smaller markets has always been sustainability. The question becomes, how long can you continue to do that? What happens when you have to go through a rebuild? So he's admitting that rebuilds happen in baseball, and that's something that almost every organization thinks about consciously when making decisions. That's not something that I want my fans to be thinking about, rebuilds. Why should I be talking about that, right? And why should I be questioning sustainability of franchises that are trying to win, that have a bunch of big talent, right? And a bunch of talent that are, by the way, signed to long-term extensions. Like, you question the sustainability. Uh, seems like it's going to be pretty sustainable because these guys are under contract. It's not like these they brought in a ton of big names that are free agents in one year. Some guys are. But a lot of these guys, Darvish signed an extension, Musgrove, Tatis is here for a long time, Bogarts, like, that, that, those are four big names. Robert Suarez, does that signal, uh, oh, no, sustainability, uh-oh, what's going to happen here? No, it doesn't. So those comments are stupid from Rob, um, really. And so I didn't like those comments. Then he irritated me even more probably other Padres fans as well, he spoke after the press conference with Bob Nightingale. Wait till you hear this. He told Bob Nightingale, the Padres already are assured to lose money this season. Later said, the Padres are going to lose money but the question is, what are you going to do next? So to be specific here, it doesn't seem like he quote the quote was the Padres are, are assured to lose money this season. But Nightingale said that's what Manfred told him. And then he said the quote later saying, quote, the Padres are going to lose money. But the question is, what are you going to do next? That's Rob Manfred saying that the Padres are going to lose money this season. How does he know the Padres are going to lose money this season? The only way I can think that they're going to lose money, like they're assured to lose money, is because of the whole Diamond Sports Group bankruptcy thing, where Diamond Sports Group, they might not pay the Padres the $50 million because they're skipping the payment, I think, for this month. So is that how they're going to be losing money? Is it that the Padres are going to be a payor instead of getting paid in the revenue-sharing system in Major League Baseball? Is that why they're losing money? Is that what Rob Manfred is talking about? Like, they're going to be giving money to other teams because they're a payor in the revenue-sharing system. They're not going to be getting the $50 million payment, maybe, from Diamond Sports Group, who is linked to Bally Sports, the parent company of that. So they're, going to, they're losing that money. Or is he saying, no, with all the revenue they're, they're going to get, right, all of that, ticket sales, jersey sales, concessions, everything. They're losing money. I, I, do, I just don't believe that. The Padres, they're going to the postseason. I hope, right? I, I think it's safe to say. That, I mean, it's an absolute failure if they don't go to the postseason. We're talking about World Series here, not postseason, right? 
the season for me, I think, starts in October. Like, that's what I care about. In the postseason, they make a ton of money because there's less teams involved, right? More eyes on that team. The Padres made a ton of money last offseason, or last season, excuse me, last postseason, for playing, to, for getting to the NLCS, right? And this team is better than it was last year. Let's say they go to the World Series. They're going to make more money this year than they did last year in postseason revenue. A ton of money. If they win the World Series, Rob Manfred, you're sitting here saying they're going to lose money still? I, I just don't believe that. That's a bad business plan then. Like, why, if, why would owners spend money on these teams? Why would they want to be working as an owner in Major League Baseball, be in this business, if they're going to lose money? Are the only teams not losing money the A's and the Pirates, the Reds? Like, that's why you're seeing them not spend money? Why would Peter Seidler spend all this money if it's guaranteed he's going to lose money? Isn't that a, that, that's a bad business plan, right? Now, I applaud him. Like, if this is right, he's going to lose money. I applaud him even more. Like, okay, he's saying, he's already saying before the season starts, I'm losing money, but I, all I care about is winning. I'll lose money, that's fine, but I care about winning. But we know that he's, he, he wants to win. Like, above all else, he wants to win. But he's also in it because he is getting a lot of money in this, right? Eric Grutner, the Padres president, knows he's getting a lot of money in this, right? The Padres organization knows they're going to get a ton of revenue from this. So I just don't see why owners would be, in, would be wanting Major League Baseball teams so much when teams go up for sale and they pay these ex these big fees for them, um, there's going to be huge expansion fees for if they're going to go to 32 teams, not 30, uh, in a few years. Like, there are a ton of people that want to be involved in Major League Baseball. To lose money? I don't agree with I just don't see how the Padres are assured to lose money, according to Bob Nightingale, who spoke to Rob Manfred this week. I don't see that. The only way that I guess they'd be losing money, I could see, is if they don't get the $50 million from Diamond Sports Group and they're losing money because they're paying other small market teams, smaller revenue teams, because they're a payer in the revenue sharing system. If that's what Rob Manfred is referring to, okay, then they're losing money that way. But like, as a whole, they're going to be losing money. Like, end of the season, they lost money. If you look at every, all the revenue coming in and you calculate all of the losses that they had too, they're going to be losing money. Maybe a little. I just don't. I, 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 it's hard to believe. I find it hard to believe that they're going to lose money, even if they win the World Series. Manfred didn't say if they win the World Series, they're going to lose money, but. He said they're going to lose money this season. And he's saying that without knowing how far the Padres are going to go this season and how much money they're going to get from postseason revenue and from the TV stuff, from games and all that, right? So I just don't agree with that. I don't see the Padres losing money. Am I the only one 
that thinks the Padres are going to be gaining money uh, based on sellouts all season long, uh, you know, wait list on season tickets. They just announced that the other day. There's so many things I could point to why I think the Padres are gaining money. Not, They're not going to be losing it. Sure, they have a big payroll, and that's a lot of money to have to pay, but can't they almost make all of that up in postseason revenue? Maybe that's somewhere online somewhere, but yeah, I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. That will be funny. If the Padres do win the World Series, you have Rob Manfred up there giving the trophy uh, to Peter Seidler, saying that he's going to lose money this year, questioning how sustainable this is, and he has to give the World Series trophy to Peter Seidler. Now that would be funny. That would be funny. And it's at Petco Park, and they introduce Rob Manfred, and the whole crowd just boos the heck out of him. That would be great. Yeah, I guess part of this, I see this in the chat a little bit. Part of, I guess, this with Manfred is he does work for the owners, right? He is the commissioner, so you see him, like, overseeing baseball, but he does work for the owners. And some owners don't like that Rob Manfred is spending a ton of money. Or, no, excuse me. They don't like that Peter Seidler is spending a ton of money. So they're like, maybe, maybe Dick Monfort is like, hey, Rob, can you go uh, question the sustainability of the Padres franchise for me during your press conference so I can look a little bit better for not spending money? Can you question the sustainability, please? Because we know Dick Monfort, they're probably friends, Manfred and Monfort, because Monfort, I think, was on the labor committee, 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 what is that? Committee for the CBA talks, right? I think Ron Fowler was on that, right? And when Rob, Fa Rob Fowler went from not being the majority owner to being, or excuse me, he went from being the majority owner to not being the majority owner, and Seidler took over. Uh, the Padres spending changed. They started spending a lot more money, right? So um, it's interesting that he, Manfred's sounding a little, a little like Dick Monfort, a little like Dick Monfort. Because uh, Monfort earlier this offseason said, I don't 100% agree with the way the Padres are doing things. And you got Rob Manfred questioning the Padres' sustainability. How long can you continue to do that? Uh, as long as Peter Seidler wants, because he's the owner of the team, he has deep pockets, uh, fans are, are going to be showing up in record numbers this year. And the Potters are going to bring in a ton of money. Maybe how, however long Peter Seidler wants to keep spending money. That's how long. Like the commissioner should be praising the Padres and only praising the Padres. Look, I hope that other fan bases see this and get pissed off at the other ownership. I hope other owners see this Padres team, seeing what Peter Seidler does, and spends the money, spends money, spends more money tries to be more like the Padres organization because they have the money. They're just not spending it. I want Rob Manford to go more that route instead of questioning the Padres. That's not what a commissioner should be doing. 
questioning. One of the big teams in baseball nowadays questioning if they can keep doing this. Yeah, I agree, Como. Yeah. Instead of questioning, you should promote the best product. The Padres are the best product in baseball. Or at least they have probably the most, like, star-studded talent on their team. Like, the Mets have a lot of talent. The Yankees, Astros have names. But I think the Padres roster is more, like, star-studded than the Astros roster. The Mets have stars. But... No other team in baseball has Soto, Tatis, Manny, and Bogarts, right? Use that to your advantage. Don't be questioning it. Yeah, and by the way, with that TV stuff, Uncle Ted Talks here says the ML... I hate it when people say the MLB. That's just one of my things. Like, it's not the Major League Baseball. It's just Major League Baseball. Anyway. Uncle Ted Talk says, it's nothing against you personally. It's just, that's just one of my things. Just, it's, it's Major League Baseball. It's not the MLB. It's MLB. Uh, okay, anyway, MLB needs to get a streaming deal done with YouTube. Yeah, I mean, MLB Network. So, yeah, MLB Network and YouTube TV, they, they're not agreeing right now. And so, YouTube TV is not broadcasting MLB Network. And there's fans that are pissed off about that. And with this Valley Sports thing, there are like 13, 14 clubs that are associated with this. Diamond Sports Group, Valley Sports, and Valley Sports, just that brand, that company. And they're preparing for bankruptcy. So maybe Major League Baseball will be stepping in at some point to be broadcasting these games if Valley Sports doesn't broadcast them. And they'll be making them available maybe on MLB TV Without blackouts, maybe that could open that. It could start that, you know, start down to that path where there's no blackouts. And we can have the dream scenario of you can buy MOB TV, you get out-of-market games, and you get your in-market game. You can watch any game you want all on one service. What a concept, right? I have MLB TV. Can't watch the Padres. I could watch the Twins. I could watch the Yankees. I could watch the Mets. I could watch the Dodgers, the Angels. I could watch the A's. I could watch any team except the Padres and who they're playing because it's in my market. But without Valley Sports, MLB is going to have to show the game to San Diegans somehow. So if they put it on MLB TV, take the blackout away, that could start down that path. And maybe RSNs, they still do the RSNs have that option and that could be another way for teams to generate revenue but i hope at some point mlb tv ends up being in market and out of market games and you could have the option of getting mlb tv and getting all the games out of market and in market games or you could get mlb tv and select the package of only padres games the team package where I only am doing this for Padres games. Give me all the Padres games. And you could pay like less money a month than you would for all games, like out of market included. Hopefully that's where they could where we could end up going in this. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. 
By the way, on this day, 2021, uh, Tatis and the Padres agreed to a 14-year contract extension, $340 million. Hopefully we see another one of those coming shortly for Manny, right? By the way, credit to Padres on this day, that Twitter account. I love, I love uh, seeing the on this day stuff. And by the way, on my Twitter and Instagram, at Talking Friars, I've been doing highlights, daily highlights every day. Uh, leading up to opening day, just random Padres highlights. So follow those accounts if you want some uh, Padres highlights coming to you every day. All right, let's get to... Talked about Manfred, talked about Hamels. Let's get to the Corbin Burns thing here. So... Corbin Burns, he was hurt by Milwaukee in the arbitration process. I'm sure some of you have already seen this, have already heard the comments from Corbin Burns, but it's not that great. Not great on the Milwaukee Brewers. Probably great for other fan bases like us that would want Corbin Burns. But pretty much Corbin Burns, and I'll, I can play the audio for you. Let me go find this audio. From Adam McKelvey, who writes for MLB.com for Milwaukee or about the Brewers. And so the Brewers, they won their arbitration case with Corbin Burns, who is their best pitcher, one of the best pitchers in baseball, star player. It's like if the Padres went to arbitration with like you Darvish or Joe Musgrove. And they won the arbitration case, tore Corbin Burns apart, made him feel like crap. They won the arbitration case. It was They were arguing over like 750,000, 740,000, I think is what it is. And they won the arbitration case, but they might have um, not gotten Corbin Burns back long term. Like that's that's what they might have lost here. They might have won this battle, but they might have lost, you know, the war, the full war, because they might not be seeing Corbin Burns uh, retire as a Brewer or be there the rest of his prime with the Brewers. So here is the audio. It already has like almost 2 million views on social media of Corbin Burns' comments. Here they are. At the hearing, flew in the night before. Um, had the hearing all day, Tuesday. Um, spent Valentine's Day on a plane. Um, got home at you know, 10, 11 o'clock and, and got to see my wife before she fell asleep. So that was kind of how the Valentine's Day went. So that was, that was fun. But um, you know, like I say, you, you kind of find out your true value. Um, you think you you work hard for seven years in the organization and five years with the with the big league team, and um, you get in there and basically they, they value you much different than what you thought you you contributed to the organization. Um, and it's just you know it's obviously it's tough to hear, it's tough to take, but you know they're trying to do what they can to win a hearing. Um, but I think there was obviously other ways that they, they could have gone about it, um, and um, probably been a little more respectful with the, with the way they went about it. But um, you know at the end of the day, here we are. Um, all right, so could have been more respect, respectful of the way that they went about it. If you're a Brewers fan, that's not what you want to hear, right? You know, they, they obviously they won it, um, but it, it, when it came down to, to winning or losing the hearing, it was, it was more than that for me. Corbin, this is everyone's fear for a player, especially a star player going to a hearing, that it creates just some maybe not bad blood, but just some hard feelings that weren't there before. Um, how, how do you guys repair that? Yeah, I mean, there's there, there's no denying that the relationship was definitely definitely hurt from um, 
you know, what, what perspired over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's really no way getting around that. Um, obviously we're, we're, we're professionals and we're going to go out there and, and do our job and I'm going to keep doing what I can every five, every fifth day that I go out there. But, um, you know, when some of the things that are said that, um, you know, for instance, basically, basically put me in the forefront of, of the reason why we didn't make the postseason last year. I mean, that's something that probably doesn't need to be said. You know, we can go go about a hearing without having to do that. Um, so that's kind of one of those things that, you know, obviously, you know, they, there was no attacking of, of character, of, you know, person of who I was, but um, just the just the some of the stuff that was said that you know definitely didn't need to be um, said is, is is something that you know I think kind of disappointed everyone. All right, there you go, Corbin Burns. So yeah. That's not great if you're a Brewers fan, but that's great if you're another fan, right? That's great if you're AJ Preller sitting there in Peoria and you see on Twitter, oh my gosh, Corbin Burns ripping the Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers put him at the forefront of why they missed the postseason. How about it's maybe because you traded Josh Hader? How about maybe it's because uh, Taylor Rogers was blowing saves in September? To say it's because of Corbin Burns, your best pitcher, that's it's just dumb. They fought over less than seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. If you're the Brewers, why are you doing that? Give him the money, keep him happy. Right? Like Corbin Burns, he's a professional, but do you want Corbin Burns to just be a professional and not be happy with the organization? Or do you want him to be happy with the organization? Happy that he's in Milwaukee playing for this front office, this ownership, right? Like, there's a reason why A.J. Preller doesn't go to arbitration with any players. Like, props to A.J. He has never gone to arbitration with any player with the Padres. There's a reason. He doesn't want to upset players. He wants those contract extensions, then he's not going to go to arbitration. He's going to give the players what they want, as long as it's reasonable. He doesn't want to go to arbitration. Now, the question goes to, should the Padres trade for an unhappy Corbin Burns? Doesn't seem like he wants to be there long term. He has two more years left on his deal. I would love to have Corbin Burns on the San Diego Padres. He is one of the best pitchers in baseball. I love watching him pitch. But right now, I want to see what the Padres have. I want to see what this rotation looks like what Nick Martinez is like as a starter, what Seth Lugo is like as a starter, what's, what, what uh, Michael Walker has, what some of the depth guys have. If Corbin Burns is still in, on the Brewers before the trade deadline and there's holes in the rotation or there's a hole in the rotation or you just think the rotation can get better, then yeah, that's when you visit it. And I'm sure A.J. Preller will have a package ready, already has a package ready maybe, for the Brewers to go get Corbin Burns. If the Padres are in a situation where they think Corbin Burns puts them over the top and that's what goes and can win them the World Series, then Preller will make that move. He'll probably be okay with trading Jackson Merrill. But right now, they have a strong rotation. They have a strong team. See what these options, these depth options, see what these rotation guys can give you, how they look. How does Brent Honeywell look? How does Cole Hamels look? Julio Tehran, Wilmer Fawn. How do these guys look? Jay Groom, Ryan Weathers. See how they look. You can keep Jackson Merrill on, in the organization, on the team, because he is a huge, huge prospect. 
right? The Padres, they didn't want to bring him, they didn't want to give him up in that Juan Soto deal, obviously. So they're not going to want to give him up for Corbin Burns, but they, they would probably have to. Don't force this move right now. I'd be open to Corbin Burns, but I'm more open right now to seeing what this team is like. This team is very good. We might have the pieces necessary already to go win a World Series. We don't know that, but the depth is there. there. There's a lot of depth, so I would hold off on that right now. But we know AJ, he works his butt off. I love him as this GM. He is one of the most creative guys I've ever seen You know, in baseball, like the way he does contracts and all that. So if Corbin Burns becomes available, he's going to be interested, and he will find a way to dump some salary in that deal, maybe Drew Pomerantz, someone like that, if they want to stay under the luxury tax. But Peter Seidler, if a Corbin Burns is available before the trade deadline, let's say, and he's a guy that will put the Padres over a top over the top for a World Series, I think you'll be okay with paying the tax and losing more money because he wants to win, right? Corbin Burns, this is not Michael Walker that they trade for or Shamanaya that they'd be trading for, like they traded for him before the season started last year. No, this is a Cy Young guy, right? A Cy Young caliber pitcher that you'd be adding. So the Padres are definitely going to be open to it if that situation presents itself. But I'd say no for now, just because of where we are in the season. Like, I want to see these guys pitch, right? Uh, Bomani is back. So do you have some thoughts on Corbin Burns here? Yeah, Corbin Burns. Uh, he's. Uh, I think I think I will want him here in San Diego, but not right now. If he's still on that market, then and if we somehow collapse, because if we don't win the World Series this year, then it's a. I'll be mad and. It can be a chance for me to leave San Diego, and I won't be a Padre if we don't win the World Series. You'd leave the like, fan base I will, I will, if they don't win the World Series this year. <laughs> you know how hard it is to yeah, win a World Series. Yeah, we want to go. To... It's hard, no, but we can. I'm pretty sure we're going to do it. I'm pretty sure we, I'm not going to go to that point. It's kind of like um, many things. Like, yeah, if many ops out, then I'm opting out. So, All right. Well, but if he stays. I, I, then... I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not opting out just based on what Manny does. Like, I'm always going to be a Padres fan. But other fans can have their opinion. Uh, Bomani, thank you so much for coming on. So, um. Yeah, I mean, I I would not. I'm not leaving the fan base based on if they win the World Series or not. If uh, if Manny ops or if Manny leaves or not, like I was there watching Craig Stammen give up back to back to back to back home runs against the Washington Nationals, right? Um, I've been there for the 70 win seasons. I've been there through the 16 inning games where you have Jace Tingler managing the team and you have Ryan Weathers and Joe Musgrove hitting like fifth in the lineup because he doesn't know how to navigate a game and pinch hitters. 
Uh, I've been there for the 15 nothing opening day against the Dodgers. Like, I'm not leaving, but you can fan the way you want to fan, right? Um, so that's the Corbin Burns situation. Uh, I did want to hit on Otani. So Otani yesterday, he did not say yes or no on his openness to an, an extension with the Angels. He pretty much played it like Manny. Like, well, Manny, Manny said at FanFest that he's open to an extension. Like, he's open to talks. Otani didn't even say that. Like, to the media yesterday at spring training, he was pretty much going with the old, I'm just focusing on baseball. If I don't get an extension done, then I will be a free agent. Just, like, explaining the free agent process and saying that, yeah, I know I'll be a free agent at the end of the year if I don't sign an extension. Pretty much what he said. Uh, so, I don't think, I don't think he's going to sign an extension with the Angels. Nothing that he said yesterday like changed my mind about that. Like he he said that he hopes that the Angels are as committed to winning as he is, which is not something any Padres fan would be or any Padre player would be saying to Peter Seidler like about Peter Seidler right now, right? Like every player in that clubhouse knows that Peter Seidler is really committed to winning, based on what he's done. So that's something maybe that is uh, favoring Otani going to free agency. He didn't have any reaction to Artie Moreno being back with, as the owner instead of selling the team like he said he was going to. Um, I think all along he's been wanting to be a free agent. He's this close. Like, why would you sign an extension? Especially when you're not in, you're not, you're not on the Padres. You're not on the Dodgers or the Mets or the Yankees that are going to be a contender every year, right? Or the Braves, uh, teams like that. You're on the Angels, who have not made the playoffs with you on the team. You have Mike Trout and yourself, Shohei Otani, on the roster, and you've not made the playoffs once, right? You're that close to free agency. You could go to free agency and go back to the Angels, but signing an extension with the Angels right now, I don't know if that makes a whole lot of sense for Otani with his situation. I think the Padres are going to be interested in Shohei, definitely. Like I've said many times, they, they will be interested in Shohei Otani. If he's a free agent, like I definitely believe those reports. AJ, he learned Japanese to go into that meeting with Otani before he signed with the Angels when he was taking meetings. So Preller loves Shoei Otani. He wants Shoei Otani more than maybe any other player ever that he's laid eyes on. That's what it seems like. That's what Dennis Lynn said earlier this offseason. So they're going to be in on him. Uh, but again, I, I think... It's not smart for the Padres. I don't think they have this opinion, by the way, but there's some fans that have the thought of, well, if Manny walks, they can just go sign Shoei. Well, even if the Padres offer Shoei the most amount of money, that doesn't guarantee that he's coming to the Padres. They offered Trey Turner the most amount of money. Didn't come. They were willing to offer Aaron Judge more than the Yankees. Didn't come, right? Money is not everything to players. It's a lot, but it's not everything. And I, I, I assume... With Shohei, the money is not going to be everything to him. He knows he's going to get paid regardless of where he goes. He wants the best situation for him. So I think that's what we got to focus on here. Not if the Padres have the money for it. So that's what I got on Otani and Burns and uh, who else? Manfred and Manny. I'll go back to the chat here. Let me check Twitter to see if anything has happened. 
I think the Padres, they are. Yeah, they're on the field right now. Nelson Cruz doing some work at first base. Fernando is working out in right field, it looks like, making throws to Manny at third. So, yeah, seems like everyone's there. I have not seen Grisham on social media here or Matt Carpenter, but I assume that most are there. I don't think that, I think Grisham and Carpenter, since they're not in the WBC, they don't have to be there this week. I think it's later. I think it's next week. Uh, but a lot of the team is there. Jake Cronenworth's there. A lot of the players are there. They all want to be there. Padres, they're trying to win. There's just so much, so much excitement. Like, if I was on that team, I'd want to be there early. I want to be around the guys, that atmosphere. Heck yeah. All right. I'm going to close this out here with some comments. Any comments that I want to talk about? Nico says we need to find a way to free up some cap space to sign, or, uh, yeah, to sign Profar Pomerantz along with Grisham seems the most likely. So Nico saying, yeah, maybe trade Pomerantz, trade Grisham, can open up some money to sign Profar. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think they need to do that. Uh, I don't think the Padres want to give up on Trent. He has, I think, three years of control left, including this year. I'll double check that. I think it's three years. Trent Grisham contract. Uh, yeah, 2023, 2024, 2025. Yeah, so he has three more years of control. And he's going to be making a little over $3 million this year. Like, that is a cheap contract for a gold glove center fielder and a guy that has 20 home run potential. So I don't I don't think that it's what the Padres want to do to, to dump Grisham. I don't think they, if they're trading Grisham, I think they want a real impactful piece in return. I don't think they just want to trade Grisham to dump him, like to, to dump salary. And Pomerantz, I don't know how much interest there is in Drew Pomerantz right now. And maybe the Padres, they want to see what Drew can give them. He's healthy. He'll be ready by opening day, according to Bob Melvin. Let's see what Pomerantz can give the Padres before they think about trading him. Or he's healthy, they can build up his trade stock and then trade him for a bigger package. Uh, so maybe they do dump some salary with Pomerantz later in the year, but I don't, I don't see Pomerantz or Grisham being traded uh, right now. And especially just to bring in Profar. Profar, he was a valuable piece last year, but they are bringing, or they're going to have Tatis back. They did bring in Adam Engel, who can play all three outfield positions. Soto's going to be in left field. Um, they have some utility guys. Brandon Dixon on a low salary. Matt Carpenter can play all over the place. Cronenworth can play a lot of infield positions. Uh, Soto can play left and right. Grisham can probably play all three outfield positions. Azokar could probably play all three outfield positions. Like, There's not a need for Jerks and Profar, I don't think, with the way that the roster is shaped right now. Yeah, Devin, Devin says, what's your favorite season, Ben? Yeah, the Padres had a, a video of that yesterday. Uh, someone said Christmas. I think Campy said Halloween, um, which is one day. 
I guess you could count like the October month. Um, summer, because it's baseball season, that, that probably would be mine. I mean, October just for a month because of the playoffs. Uh, but July with the All-Star game, middle of the summer, you know, baseball has the spotlight. I love that. All right, that'll do it. Almost two hours here, episode 340. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. A lot of talk about Manny, a lot of talk about Manfred and Burns, Otani, covered a lot of stuff here. Thank you to those who joined the show. If you want to join the show in the future, make sure to be here on these live streams. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Talking Friars. Turn on the notification bell so you don't miss when I'm going live. You don't miss when a video is out and you can come on and talk baseball with me. I appreciate everyone for being here. Thank you so much for the support, the podcast platform listeners, uh, people here live on YouTube, on replay. I really appreciate you as well. Have a great rest of your Friday, great weekend, and I'll talk to you guys later. See ya.